Am I buying too much house? On r slash personal finance on Reddit. So I keep going back and forth on whether or not it's a financially sound move to purchase this new home for close to $650,000 and wanted to get outside objective opinions. My partner and I bring home close to $9,200 per month, which is pretty nice, post-tax and contributions. That's some really good income. And my monthly debt payments are $2,853, which includes student loan, car insurance and car payment, I guess. So we're, ooh, wait, ooh. So your student loans, your car and car insurance combined is 2853 That is disgustingly high. Like, you could be basically paying for a pretty nice house with just your debt payments. <laughs> that is insane. So, we're looking at a mortgage payment near $3,800 to $4,000 per month after 20% down with the current interest rates. Does it make sense to purchase this house? So, let's see. Calculator, right? So, what? $9,200 minus... Let's just go with the higher end. So, minus... Actually, no, no, no. Let's do this. So, minus $2,853, right? So they have $6,347 typically of like free cash, right? That doesn't include their like debt payments that they're forced to pay. Whew. And they're trying to look for like a 4000 per month mortgage. That doesn't really leave you a lot of room for like basically anything. Like... And, like, we're talking, like, you're starting to put yourself pretty thin, right? So what? Let's see. Minus 4,000, right, would get us 2347. So basically, they are going to be working with, like, money that's less than the amount that they're paying for their debt payments, which is insane to me. Like, if I was them, before trying to buy this house... I would get rid of that, all those debts, right? I'd pay off all those debts. And the reason for that is because that would literally free up almost three grand in your monthly budget, which is a crazy amount of money to be like freeing up. So crazy. So does it make sense to purchase this house? In my opinion, no. I'm worried we won't be saving enough, and I'm trying to look on the bright side that interest rates might go down, but who knows when that will be. Any advice is appreciated. Thank you. Edit house is a one-story in CA, right? Yeah, like, if I was in this situation, potentially thinking about buying a home for that amount of money in this specific financial situation, I wouldn't do it. I just simply wouldn't do it because I'm just like spreading myself way too thin, like way too thin because you're basically, crap, like you're basically putting yourself in a situation where you are very house poor, right? And not just house poor, you're just basically not really poor in general, but like you're not really having like any breathing room. 
right? Now, a lot of people would be like, oh, like an extra like two grand excess per month is an amazing thing. But we also got to factor in like the cost of living in California, right? The cost of living is probably very high in California, right? And we're not talking about basically any sort of other types of payments that they have, right? This is just their debt, you know, their, you know, contributions, whatever, right? But what is their grocery bills typically like per month, right? What do they typically spend on gas? What do they typically spend in just like general like necessities for the household? Like, here's the thing. I don't think people realize just how much money you end up spending per month on like food, like going out. Like I've seen people spend close to like 30 to 40 bucks a day because they go out breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? Not to mention that doesn't include any sort of gas that they're spending. So it wouldn't be that hard for people to end up spending a lot of money, especially in a place like California where you got to drive to a lot of places and the traffic is just horrendous. Yeah, but in my opinion, they need to pay off the debt, then consider buying the home. But even buying this home, even if they were to pay off the debt, right? Even if they were to pay off the debt, I still wouldn't be really okay with buying this home because it's like, it's practically 50% of your after-tax income, right? That's not a, well, actually, it's slightly less than that. But I wouldn't feel good about that, you know? I would still personally feel like I'm spreading myself too thin. I'd want to put more money towards investments. I'd want to put more money towards, like, enjoyment, right? Like, why would I want to basically toss, like, 50% of my after-tax income to my house, you know? Like, why would I want to do that? Let's see. So this person says, put an extra $3,800 to $4,000 per month towards your student loans for a couple months to simulate the mortgage. That will give you perspective on how comfortable or uncomfortable the mortgage would be. In the meantime, the experiment will knock down some debt. You know, that's actually not a bad idea. Because it starts to make them realize, like, wait a minute. Are we okay with, like, only having, like, two to three grand, basically? And this is always such a good advice. Pay off other debt in the amount you're thinking of adding. If doing so makes life uncomfortable or you feel like you're draining your down payment savings, then it wouldn't be a stable addition to your monthly obligations. <laughs> On a related note, can I buy a Shelby 500? Wait, what? I wonder if he, I guess, sells cars. Let me see. Monthly debt payments are twenty eight fifty three. That is a lot. Pay that down first. Yeah, well, like when I saw the twenty eight fifty three as your monthly debt payments, to me that's insane, right? Like I'm debt free. I'm gonna be basically trying forever to be debt free, and maybe the only thing that I would go into debt for would be for a mortgage. But personally, I just hate debt. I hate having that mental annoyance of having monthly payments. And if you want to learn how I got a debt and grew my net worth, go to 40 com. But still, it's like, I personally wouldn't want that type of debt payment per month. That would make me want to like puke. So you're buying too much house. Even if you had zero debt, your debt is like a second mortgage. I agree. 
agreed you'd have nothing left for expenses, which I guarantee would be 2 to 3K. On top of that, based on lifestyle, kids, etc. Yeah. You can't afford that mortgage payment or house. My partner and I made a bit more than that when we bought our house for around 550K, when interest rates were sub 3%. The only reason our budget went that high is due to the area where we work being M-C-O-L to H-C-O-L. I guess like basically being like middle cost of living to high cost of living. Ideally, I would have aimed for 450k, but the competition was stiff and most houses below that were either too small or needed a lot of work. We also had less revolving debt than you do. I decreased your debt ASAP. We had to replace the septic system for around 20k and HVAC for around 15k within the first two years here. That's insane. Previous owners paid for the septic, but the HVAC was an unlucky roll of the dice. Needless to say, your mortgage payment isn't your only house expense. Agreed. Like that's the thing that like worries me when I see someone with basically trying to get like a mortgage that's like close to 50% of their after-tax income. Because like you don't leave yourself with basically any room. Like you could do it, like technically you could probably make it work, but man, like wouldn't you rather buy like the nicer cut of meat or the nicer piece of food compared to the really crappy bags of ramen? Like wouldn't you rather live that type of lifestyle compared to just eating ramen? And I like ramen and I'm just saying, like, wouldn't you rather take the little bit of the luxury path? Whew, man. So how's this even a question? You'll be using sixty-eight fifty out of your ninety-two hundred just to pay mortgage and student loans. You'd have to live extremely frugally after that. We have half that debt and three thousand more take home, and even that amount of house concerns me. Yeah, like that's the thing. And the real problem is, right, in California from what I've seen, you basically, like, in terms of, like, house, right, in terms of, like, per, like dollar amount to house for what you get is basically nothing, right? I've literally seen on, like, Zillow one time in California a trailer being sold for a million bucks. A trailer. Only because it was, like, close to the beach, but still, it's like, Really, you're going to try to justify selling a trailer like this a few hundred feet big, like a few hundred square feet big? Like, that's just insane to me. What do you pay in rent? Okay. How much is the debt total? My biggest concern is that you've been living in a rent-free scenario with very little expenses with the intention of buying a house for three years, but don't have more of a down payment or more debt paid off. You would have been in a position to pay off all your debt very easily unless the totals are ridiculous. And since you're making 70k, I doubt the student loans are that high. You never know. You never know. It sounds like you may not have been paying enough toward it, which would make me leery of this house purchase. 
it is likely too high, and if you and your partner are already spending too much of your take-home, this will only put you in a position to increase your debt. You're buying too much house. Your house payment should be closer to 1600 given your debt. Don't do it. You will grow to resent the house. Like, what's crazy to me is just like... Their debt payments per month is just so high. Like, I am shocked seeing that amount of money that you owe towards debt, right? And I'm pretty certain that's like the minimum payment towards your debt. Like, I don't think that's like you paying your minimums and also adding more to your debt. I'm, I'm thinking that's basically their bare minimum. So if their bare minimum is close to three grand a month... That's insane, right? Like, you definitely cannot be buying this type of house, right? Really, you can't afford to buy basically any house in this situation. Depending on where you are, at current rates, 1600 is not going to get much of a house. Yeah, I mean, in California, it ain't. Does the take-home pay include maxing both 401k and Roth IRA? I believe that's the case. So that's 45k plus 13k equals 58k for both people. If yes, then it may be affordable if you have zero debt. But since your student loan and car payment is a quarter of your take-home pay, I say this home is too much for you. Buying too much home is the fastest way to destabilize your finance. I say you should pay off all your debt first, save up enough for at least 10% down, have six months emergency fund, then you can enter the market. Just me, and I bought in 2021. So your debt-to-income ratio right now is 31%. Best to keep it under 35%. With this house payment, it jumps up to 76%. A mortgage lender wants to see about 45% or less DTI with 30% or less towards the new mortgage. Yeah. A lender is not going to give you a loan regardless. Well, the thing is, they probably still will, just because of their income and the area and whatnot, like, because they might factor in how typical it is for California real estate to appreciate, so they're like, eh, they can maybe, like, skirt it, right? Because the thing is, like, I believe mortgage lenders make more money the higher the loan amount actually is. Now, they could probably see, like, oh... Yeah, they could technically afford to pay it, but can they afford a quality of life of any context? No, but they'll pay us one way or the other kind of thing, and it's, it's a sad situation. But, like, here's the thing, if you end up listening to this and whatnot. No matter what you do, try to avoid getting yourself house poor. Try to avoid... Getting yourself in a position where you are simply surviving just to make your payments good, right? Because if you're basically just surviving and working, like barely, like doing like everything you can to basically meet the bare minimum of survival, you're not going to have any quality of life at all. Hmm. 
This person says, yes, you probably are. When I bought my house, our household income was similar to yours, and my mortgage payment was $3,500. Basically lived paycheck to paycheck for a while and didn't have the kind of debt you do. Now, our household income is 50% higher than yours, and I feel just okay financially. I assume you don't have kids. No kids, apparently so. Interesting. Too much house with that debt. My numbers are similar to yours, but I have zero debt. A lower house payment, and I'm still mildly nervous about my impending house purchase. I would be a wreck cutting it as close as you are considering. All it takes is one bad utility bill or repair, and you're out of money. Do you have a healthy savings account? If not, work on that first. It gives you flexibility. For a real-life example, I cash flowed 35k last year between medical bills and some home repairs upgrades I put off as long as I could. My savings account and playing the credit card rewards game covered all of it, but is still pinched. Wait a bit longer and spend your income from not paying rent into paying off debt and building up at least six months' expenses in savings including the proposed mortgage amount. I know what it's like to carry that much student loan debt, thanks law school. It's frustrating when you want to move out and do what you've probably been told you should for a long time, buying a house. But home ownership is expensive, and if you jump headfirst into a home, it's just going to take even longer to pay off those loans. We did stretch and bought a home with around the same income as you. The home was much less, 275k, it was 15 years ago, and it was tight, especially once we had kids. If I could do it over again, I wouldn't have purchased until our loans were paid. Thanks to a lot of different factors, our income increased and we were able to pay off the student loans. Now we're about to close on a home, I couldn't have imagined ever affording 15 years ago. If we had just concentrated on those loans first, this dream would have been obtainable even sooner. I actually really like that comment. Who's this from? HG Mom 10. Hey, props to you, HG Mom 10. Let's see, while you and your partner have good combined income, I don't think that much house makes sense. Consider that you could be saving, investing, or having small indulgences that make you both happy. Really depends on your market, but in many, you will be able to find practical housing options that will also save you money. Be very cognizant of wants versus needs here because the debt is a pretty urgent leak in your effective income. Yet, again, like to me, like the debt is just... The amount of debt payments that they have, regardless of how much they're making, would just personally freak me out. Like, I would, like, go to sleep at night and be, like, annoyed and a little bit disturbed by how much I'm having to pay a month in debt. So others already answered you, but saying it's likely too much house with or without your debts. What is the balance on your student loan? What cars do you have? How much do you owe? How much do you pay yearly for insurance on said cars? Interesting. No replies on that one. Do not go house poor. You will end up miserable. So a $4,000 a month house is another 
$5,000 in utilities upkeep probably. So your five grand plus 2853 equals 7853. You will have trouble living on the 1350 a month you have left over. Like again, like that to me is like I just don't really understand the thinking behind it, right? Where like you see how much you're making, you see how much you're having to pay minimums for like for your debts per month, and you are thinking that it's comfortable or that is okay for you to basically put yourself in a situation where you're spreading yourself so thin that you're basically constantly having to work to like breathe fresh air, right? Like in another way to kind of like put it into like example, you are like this person, right? Is basically seeing these like rapids go down, right? Like just like, like let's just say, actually no, let's do it this way. They basically see a river going down extremely fast, like downhill extremely fast because it's storming, right? And they're deciding, should we jump into this river and swim upstream while it's going so fast downhill to this, like, other spot, like, a thousand feet up? right? Instead of, let's choose maybe like a pond (laughs) with deers drinking from it, you know, squirrels just like lounging about, rabbits drinking from it, and just like sitting there and like chilling. Like, they're like potentially making the active choice to swim upstream instead of just being coasting not having to worry about anything and having the freedom to get in and out without any issues at all. It's like, it's hard for me sometimes to like get behind the thinking behind this sort of decision, right? Where people in their mind think this could be a good idea. Should I do this? Like, like that one person said earlier, it's like, I'm like, house is even a question. No, you can't do it. So base case scenario, 9200 is your after-tax and medical 401k contribution total, so actual take-home pay, which still makes the lowest range of 3800 over 41% of your income. If you're living in New York City and had no need for a car, maybe. But most every other, like in most every other market, market, this is just asking for trouble, and you'll be extremely house poor. 2800 to 3000 should be the absolute top monthly mortgage payment you'd want, if your take home is 9200 like the biggest issue with this is literally their debt payment right like their debt payment is just so insanely high just so insanely high but at the same time it's like they also want too much house like you don't need to go and buy a $650,000 house you could buy something cheaper or just buy a condo since you don't got kids So, my wife and I make more money than you. I would never in a million years take on that house payment. Our mortgage is 1870 per month, and 
were kinda shopping right now, it would take some kind of unicorn house to get me to go over about twenty-two fifty per month. It isn't even that you don't need this much house, you cannot afford this house. Like, and another way to think about it too is like, how much are you willing to spend for a box? Like, just think about that for a second. How much money are you willing to spend for a box? Because that is basically what a house is. I make 9k a month and I'm not comfortable getting a mortgage more than 2k. And not only that, another way to think about it, imagine they didn't have, like, so imagine they didn't have the debt, but that same payment, they were paying for a mortgage. That leaves them with so much excess cash to do basically whatever they want to do with it. I have no idea your ages, so this may be irrelevant, but there are a few things to consider that I overlooked when trying to determine my budget. Kids, if you and your partner plan on having children, they are massively expensive. I think we paid around $9,000 in hospital bills and follow-up appointments for the first year, and there were zero complications. Diapers and formula, pumping products, general baby stuff all cost money. A lot of money. Kids again. We will put our kids in public school, but want them to get a head start with a more advanced preschool. This is 8K a year for half weeks. If we wanted full weeks, it would be closer to 12K. This is before buying supplies and uniforms. Vacations. Are you budgeting for vacation spending? If you are not, it's going to be a pretty miserable 30 years or whatever your mortgage term is. Vacations are nice, really nice, but can be quite expensive. Unexpected expenses, things break. They just do. Sometimes it's small like your car breaking down and needing $450 of work. Sometimes it's big like your condenser needs to be replaced around $2,500 to $3,500 depending on your house size. And sometimes it's really expensive, like a furnace 12K to 18K or a roof 20K plus. It's hard to budget for these, but a budget too tight will really make these stressful events that you might have to dip into a savings retirement account to cover. Other, are you and your partner married? What does a wedding honeymoon look like in terms of cost? What about purchasing a new used vehicle? I'm someone who always wanted to buy more house. Honestly, I still do, despite us having plenty of space. Thankfully, my wife is much more practical and helped rein in some of my expectations. I would have made us house poor, and we would have suffered for it big time. Thanks to her, we were able to put our kid in private preschool, go on two vacations a year, afford unexpected expenses, contribute to our retirement, and pay extra on our home, and cut the loan down in a meaningful way. 
A bigger house is wonderful, but a comfortable amount of wiggle room in your budget brings even more peace of mind and happiness. I really like that comment. Like, I really like that comment. Because the thing is, personal finance is personal, and life happens. And life happens to everyone in slightly different ways. So, you're not leaving yourself much wiggle room. Let's see. So, my fiancé and I bring home 11k per month. And the house we just bought to suit our needs was $321,000. A full half the cost of the one you're looking at. Unless you live in a very high cost living area, I'd take a look at what you really need out of a house. That's actually a really nice point. Even without the massive debt payment already in play, You'd be looking at 45% of your take-home on mortgage alone, which is very high. So the only reason we were comfy with more than 400k was because there is a rental unit which covers about half the monthly payment and a good rental market, which means we will basically never be without tenants. But a lot of people would not want to share their home with tenants or take on that extra workload. Agreed, right? Like, you could probably make it work a little bit easier, like at like a 40% of your take-home or after-tax, etc. if it also had a rental unit by your side. But do you want that headache? Like, really? Do you really want to deal with that? Is that comfortable? We bring home about 10k a month and are looking to buy at 325, 350. Crazy. So ignoring the debt, you still do not want 40 to 45% of your take home going towards a mortgage. That is called being house poor. I have always tried to keep ours no more than 20% max. Which, by the way, like, I mean, that would leave them with some crazy amount of money coming back to them and just straight into their bank. So we made almost double that monthly and didn't want to spend more than 450 k on a house. That seems insane with your debt. It is insane with the debt. Is there something we're missing here? Is the down payment a gift? Are you expecting your income to skyrocket in the next few years due to recent career advancement or graduation? On paper, this is way too much house. Oh, so upset in another comment, they are paying zero rent as they live with their parents. It's much easier to save for a down payment with no rent expense. Like... The only other way... Well, here's the thing. This is what I would do if I was them. I would first pay down the debt because, one, they don't have the... They don't have any rent responsibilities at all. They don't have any mortgage responsibilities right now. I would just see if, like... Depending on the living situation with the parents, I would see if I could just basically live with the parents to basically pay off my debt completely. Then I would be just stockpiling cash like crazy 
to do a really thick down payment. So let's see. Currently, yes, have you already went through underwriting and gotten a pre-approval? Because if you already have nearly 3k per month in debt payments and mortgage is looking to be around 4k per month, you'll be on the hook for 7k per month. And that hasn't even included property tax, homeowners insurance, and maintenance on the house side. It also hasn't included food, gas, and utilities on the living side. Honestly, looking at these numbers, I don't think you'd even get approved for a loan since you are still holding so much debt. Yeah, I mean, they're spreading themselves way too thin. You'll be spending 70 76% of your take-home pay every month. Let that sink in for a minute. And another way to explain this too, in like a visual sense, right? For every dollar that you got, 76%, 76 cents of that dollar, gone. Every single month. Just buy. That sucks. Rule of thumb is housing should not exceed 30% of your monthly income. I would not pay that much for a house, especially with extra expenses besides your mortgage. While you technically could afford it, my advice would be to find something more affordable. A nice house is great, only until you can't go on that trip you want to go on or you're stressing about saving. Not worth it, in my opinion. Yeah, I pretty much agree. Let's see. My wife and I bring in about $10,000 after taxes. I bought a home for $565,000 at 2.7 interest rate back in 2021. Long story short, yes, you're buying too much. At the time, I didn't have any debt. We bought a car recently, $750 plus $200 loan and insurance. Ooh, $950 a month. Ugh, God. That sounds disgusting. And have an eight-month-old baby. Once wife goes back to work, we'll be saving $2,000 or so a month. Our utilities are around two fifty dollars for gas, winter, new install, so don't know summer utilization yet, and one sixty-five fixed electric, solar, well, not bad. We also help pay for things for our parents, around $700 a month. With the current rates, my home payment would be $2,700. My mortgage is $1,850 per month. For a six fifty k home, you're looking at $3,000-ish per month just for mortgage, not including tax. My taxes are $1,000 a month average. Do yourself a favor and buy something half the price if you absolutely need a home. Edit, get rid of your current loans first. You won't be house poor, you'll be negative balance. 
So let's reframe the question with some more math because you didn't include any of the other recurring expenses most adult households have. 9,200 minus 2,800 minus 4,000 equals 2,400. Cell phone, 110 per month, family unlimited on T-Mobile. Internet, 50 to 60 for most providers, higher if you want gigabit. It was really sad for me personally. I spend over 100 bucks a month on internet for literal garbage internet just because of the area. Like it's just disgustingly high. Streaming services, 50 to 100 depending on whether you have a live TV one. I assume your health insurance is covered through work or that initial number. I'll also assume that $4,000 is inclusive of escrow for property taxes and homeowner's insurance, gym membership, or any other club subscriptions I'm not thinking of. In any case, now we're at roughly $2,000. Can you live the lifestyle you want for $500 a week? Gas and groceries, particularly if there are two of you driving, is probably going to eat up half of that. Now you have $250 to cover any entertainment in or out of the house. Incidentals, vices, like, you know, alcohol, tobacco, that sort of stuff, not to mention any of the myriad of Home Depot trips you're going to need to make as a new homeowner. Your budget is likely going to be stretched extremely thin unless you're a big fan of riding your bike and eating ramen. Too long, did not read. Yeah, it's probably too much house. Don't buy the house. Your existing debt service is massive. That it is. Hmm. You are already spending almost one-third of your income on debt. And now, you want to add another expense that is another 40% plus of your income. That looks to me like it's living under 30% for everything else, which will include utilities, food, savings, travel, entertainment. I'm not saying it's going to be impossible to make this work, but you would be much better off spending less money on housing. It would enable a much better quality of life in that short term, more budget for expenses, travel, and far better in the long term. Savings, retirement. I get that your income is bound to increase, and it looks like a reasonably substantial raise, but even at that, you're still looking at being pretty house poor. You're going to want to look for houses in the 350k range if possible to be comfortable and be able to save money each month. The thing is, what people need to understand, you can always go to a bigger house later on in life, right? You don't have to have trying to get well, you don't have you don't have to be trying to get the dream house right off the bat. But either way, that's it for this one. Stay tuned for more. Subscribe, etc. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40inbox.com. See you in future episodes.